Principal Matters Podcast, Episode 20. Hi, this is William D. Parker. I'd like to welcome you to Principal Matters Podcast, the School Leaders Podcast. You can check out all my free resources at williamdparker.com. If you subscribe to receive my weekly updates, uh, you will also receive a free ebook called Eight Hats for School Leaders Essential Roles for Leading School Communities. I'm so glad you, that you've joined me today. If you've not listened to this podcast before, I let me encourage you to go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. Um, sometimes I forget to explain that my background is uh, 22 years of education experience, 10 of those in the classroom, and the last 12 of those as a school administrator, uh, an assistant principal, and now a site principal. The school that I'm in presently is a school in a small city north of Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, my school is Sky Took High School. We have approximately 750 students, 50 certified teachers, another 20 non-certified staff. Um, I couldn't think of a better place to be leading a school, and I'm just so thankful every single day. In fact, uh, two of my daughters attend my school now, and so not only have I do I have the joy of being a school leader, but also the joy of being a dad who gets to see his girls on a daily basis uh, my two younger kiddos are not in high school yet, so uh, I'm hoping that I get that to experience the same thing with them someday. Today, I want to take a break from suggestions on practical solutions. If you want to listen to some of my previous episodes for things like uh, learning to develop key responsibility areas or learning to manage in difficult moments or learning to manage during a school crisis all of those are discussions we've had before, but today I just want to take time to tell you a quick story and just remind you for a minute of the motivation for being in school leadership. I've enjoyed listening to some um, messages from John Gordon, who's written some great books, one called The Energy Bus. And one time I heard John Gordon ask the question, what should you do if you find yourself unmotivated to face a day's work, what should you do if you find yourself unmotivated to face a day's work? And his response was so wise. Here's what John Gordon said. You should plant yourself right where you are and focus on serving those around you instead of on yourself. That quote is so powerful because I don't know about you, but sometimes it's so easy to forget that my position at Sky Tuke High School is not to serve myself. It's because I'm placed there to serve other people. And so many times discontent in the work that you do happens when you get so focused on your own goals or your own desires or your own comfort um, that you forget that your story is really not about yourself. It's about the people in your school. Let me tell you a, a quick story that um, reminds me of this. One day I was sitting in my office when a senior girl came in to see me and she started the conversation by saying, uh, neither of the counselors was free. So I thought that you would be the next best thing. 
and uh, I laughed, and she sat down in in the chair across from my desk. Now she was a student that I had known since she was a freshman. Um, when we uh, had discovered that she was a struggling middle schooler coming into high school, we had placed her on a mentor team. And it was fun to watch her grow. Um, her first year in our school, we took her on a trip to one of our technology partner schools where she began to fall in love with the idea of focusing on a, a specific career area uh, so that she could, her junior and senior year, begin to uh, not only enroll in our school for half a day, but spend half of her day developing a specific career focus. And in her case, it was um, in health sciences. But when she sat down in my office uh, the day that she came to see me when the counselors weren't available, she, she looked worried and she said, I'm struggling in math and I wonder if I can have a schedule change. Now, this was already weeks into school and we had passed the deadline for schedule changes. So I asked her, tell me what math you're taking this year. And she said, I'm in trig and I'm having a hard time understanding it. Now, I'll be honest, for a moment I was worried. You know, trig is a tough class, and, and I wasn't a fantastic math student. In fact, I would say that I was a horrible math student. English was my strong area, and I struggled in math as a high school student too. So when she told me she was in trig, I knew that this was not an easy class, and I tried not to look worried. Um, but I responded by saying, um, you know, trig is really hard, but I believe uh, that if you would see your teacher for some tutoring, maybe that would help. And she said, oh, I'm already seeing her for tutoring in the mornings, but I'm still struggling. Well, now I was even more worried because here's a girl that I knew had struggled in the past coming into high school and she had improved, but I kept a a strong face and I said, uh, well, um, you know, we're already weeks into the semester and we've stopped making schedule changes. How low is your grade right now? And she said, well, I'm making a B, but I want to make all A's. Now, at this point, I couldn't hide the expression on my face because I was stunned. And I said, you are making a B in trig? That is amazing. You know, trig is such a rigorous class. If you're making a B, you are a rock star. And and suddenly, this expression that she had, this overwhelmed, anxious look became one of relief. And she said, really? Really? But I want to make all A's, and now I don't think I will. Do you think that's okay? So I started reminding her of the big picture, and I, you know, I reminded her of the obstacles that she had overcome coming into high school, of how great her grades had become once that she committed to to really doing well in school. I reminded her how impressed that colleges would be with a B in trig. Um, suddenly. She started getting excited about Trig, too. And we had a great conversation that ended up uh, with a high five as she left my office and me congratulating her on working so hard uh, in her classes. Now, I treasured this talk for a lot of reasons. Um, First of all, I treasured it because it was evidence that this girl had grown into exactly the kind of student that we had dreamed that she would become. And she was no longer the at-risk student that I had met when she first came to our school. Let me ask you some questions as you think about this story yourself. Do you ever find yourself running low on motivation? 
then look around. Someone around you needs a seed planted in them of encouragement, vision, or direction. And if you're a school leader, then that's your mission, to plant seeds of encouragement, vision, and direction for other people. The seed that we planted in that student had actually begun years before. Her teachers had sowed seeds of hope for her that she could have a brighter future. Her mentor team, which included a teacher and an older student, met with her every week and checked on her grades and congratulated her or challenged her. Her counselors coached her to set high expectations on her scheduling and to not take easy classes. We planted, and she grew, and then she flourished. And then all of us reaped the benefits of watching that happen. Now, not every story turns out like that. You know that. I've been in education long enough to know that not every story turns out that way. But John Gordon is right. Helping others flourish in the process helps you flourish. So if you're having a difficult time feeling motivated today, then let me remind you of what John Gordon said. You should plant yourself right where you are and focus on serving those around you instead of focusing on yourself. So let me end with some application. What are some ways that you have found motivation or joy in what you do? You know, what are some books or resources that help inspire you or motivate you? Um, I want to encourage you to check out John Gordon's book, The Seed, if you want inspiration. You can find that on Amazon.com. Or if you've not checked out my own book, Principal Matters, The Motivation, Courage, and Action Needed for School Leadership, you'll find that very story in a chapter of that book as well. You can check out all the resources that I have for school leaders at WilliamDParker.com. And if you were inspired today or encouraged by this podcast, please share it with others and visit iTunes where you can rate this program, which makes it more visible to other people so that they can um, learn and grow together with us. Next time we talk, I want to share with you 10 specific ways that you can increase the communication coming from your school. Uh, This is one of my passion areas. I love communicating and have had a lot of fun developing ways to increase that communication um, about my school. I hope that you have a fantastic day that you remember why you're a leader and that you remember that what you do matters. Thanks and see you soon. Mm -hmm.